As you may be aware, Steve announced the passing of his son, John Jeremy Sachs, in the recent military crash in Imperial County, California. John Sachs and four fellow members of the Purple Fox family died in the crash during a training mission. Steve is quoted as saying, It is with complete devastation that I announce that my precious son Johnny was one of the five U.S. Marines that perished on June 8th in the Osprey military crash near San Diego. For those of you that knew Johnny, you saw his huge smile, bright light, his love for his family, the Marines, the joy of flying airplanes and defending our country. He was my hero and the best man I know. There was no better person to defend our country. John Sachs was 33 at the time of his death and was a captain in the U.S. Marines flying the MV-22B Osprey. He was based in Camp Pendleton in Southern California, and he served the Marine Corps for five years and eight months, was awarded with the National Defense Service Medal, Global War on Terrorism Service Medal, and a Letter of Appreciation. We will continue to post episodes that are relevant and evergreen messages of positivity, faith, and family until Steve returns. Thank you all for the words of support, kindness, and love. Your daily game plan for success. It's Sacks in the Morning. Steve Sacks. Hi, Steve Sacks here with Sacks in the Morning. And this morning, we're going to talk about something that's very, very dear to my heart, and that is the power of the human spirit something I believe in so strongly. And this little story I'm going to share with you today is about my son, John. Now, at seven years old, my son was so fortunate to kind of know what he wanted to do in his life. I mean, he would, my son was something because he was, he grew up just like most other little boys that, you know, he, he would go into his testing modules when he's about seven, eight years old, you know, schools do that. They get a kind of a ground floor where you're doing, and he would come out of the modules crying and, and full of doubt and no confidence at all. And couldn't kind of figure out what it was. I, I actually found out what it was, what John was going through. And this is when he was playing Little League Baseball. He was playing left field. Bases are loaded. And they hit a fly ball to left field. My son is under the ball. He's going to catch it. And all of a sudden, kerplunk, the ball went right behind him and hit the ground. And oddly enough, my son was just staring at the sky. People were screaming, throw the ball in. What is wrong with your son? I'm like, I don't know. And finally, they get the third out, and the, he comes in, and the bases were cleared, and, you know, he's feeling bad. And he, I said, Johnny, come here. I said, what's going on with that? He said, oh, Dad, I saw the fly ball. I said, okay, well, well, then what? He said, well, did you see that C-130 transport plane that flew over? Dad, that thing has four engines. It takes six people to fly that thing, $140 million for each engine. You see, my son wanted to be an aviator. He wanted to be a pilot in the Marine Corps. Now, now hang on with me, because this kind of spreads out a little bit. He flew on a biplane about two weeks before that with some friends up in Oregon, and he was hooked. That was it. He just, he just wanted to be a pilot. So what he did was he went on the Internet, this little boy, and kind of found out what he had to do. Oh, that was the problem right there. He found out he had to know trigonometry. He had to know, you know a calculus. He had to know all these different difficult things to do in math and science and whatnot, and he felt he couldn't do it. So in his own little mind, he had to become Albert Einstein to be a jet pilot. And so he kept working through this all through his life. He would be gone for days at a time studying with a tutor that he'd pay for out of his own pocket. Even though he was getting an A in the class, he wanted to get an A plus. And he made me a plaster Paris of a jet when he was seven years old saying, Dad, this is a reminder. I'm never going to forget how bad I want to do this. I'm not the smartest in my school. I'm not even the smartest in my class, but I'm never going to give up because this is what I want to do. And I got to tell you, 
He graduated from the top 5% of his class at Embry-Riddle University, which is just absolutely amazing. The number one aeronautical academy in the country. He graduated with a degree in aeronautical science. And then it's amazing to see and how humbling it was when people twice my son's age would walk by him and salute him as a member of the United States Marine Corps. And now he's Captain John Sachs of the U.S. Marine Corps. He's going to keep you safe and keep all of us safe as he's living out his dream in being a jet pilot. And so I'm just wondering if there's something that you have in your mind or something that you have in your heart that you really want to do and you're just hedging. You're just not doing it. Look, at the thing about the power of the human spirit is it is inestimable. You can't measure it. It is too powerful. And when you talk about the human spirit, you're talking about love and determination and real want. That's all wrapped up. The passion of this is all wrapped up into one space. And it really is the most powerful thing, I think, when it comes to really wanting to do something in your life. I was fortunate at five years old wanting to do it. My son found it at seven. So remember, the power of the human spirit can't measure it. If there really is something inside of you that you're just aching to do, you must go out and try it because it's a real thing. And that's my short for today. If you like what you heard, give us a positive review, subscribe, and share. And be sure to listen to our monthly full-length episode as well. Remember, follow your emotional heart.